0: The following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think the bookstore is just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups, and they even have hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is, the Hood College bookstore has you covered for all of your gift, school, snack, and clothing needs. So, the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Nick Titus, and the name of this podcast, The Misleading Podcast, and receive 10% off your purchase, everything that is, except for books. But listen to the show first. Welcome back to The Misleading Podcast, the only podcast in the United States that uses the metric system. I'm your host, Nick Titus, and today's guest is my friend and fellow Hood student, Lewis Castle. How are you doing?
1: I am so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, you are my most excited guest. Really? Um, I, can, I can say that um, Jack, my last guest, was probably the second most excited guest. Wow. But, but you definitely take the cake as of right now.
1: Oh my gosh. Are you excited? Yes. Every episode, the, the, guest, the guest just gets more excited, you know?
0: Yeah, hopefully my next guest is just ecstatic. Yeah. Little, little problem today. I'm sick. I have uh, a stuffy nose, a runny nose. And my voice is going away a little bit. So if you hear the occasional sniffle or an extra noticeable mouth breathing session, I apologize. Send a prayer. Send a prayer, Nick. Yeah, because because I I, because like I know some people have problems with that. I'm sorry. I'm a little sick. Hopefully I'll be fine next episode. So, as you know how this works, I'm gonna be giving you three stories. Two stories are allegedly real, claimed to be real that uh, I take from Reddit that people have posted and one story is fake that I write myself. It is your job to identify which of the three stories you think is fake as well as the piece of misleading information that is surreptitiously sewn into the fake story.
1: I think I'm too stupid for this but I'm still excited to try.
0: Yeah. Uh, I Each time I, you know, I try my best to like Make the misleading information just like, I don't know, just like, just like hit it in plain sight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like anything that could make the story impossible. Literally. Yeah. I try not to make it just a little, like, negligible fact. I try to make it like mm-hmm. a big component it of the story. Yes. It has to
1: be woven I'm, in. Yeah. It has to be woven into. I will say, I'm always impressed by the creative writing skills you have because it's. Thank you. Like, like when I hear what I the, appreciate the misleading that. one is, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah.
0: Um, for the record, I think I made my last episode too too easy. <laughs> it was too easy. No one. Okay, people people do confess their crimes on Reddit, but people do not confess their murder crimes on Reddit. I, I should have done something like uh, I broke a fifteen year old's legs instead of I killed a fifteen year old. So <laughs> yeah. I do. So you know, I feel like that episode was a little bit of a dud. Sorry, Jack. I made it too easy for you. Big love, uh, Jack. So, but. Fortunately, I think this episode is a lot harder, which not not fortunate for you, but but fortunate for my for my captive audience. Cool. Um. So yeah, I think I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of the fake story. All right, are you ready?
1: I guess so. From here on out, I don't trust you.
0: Uh, that's fair, honestly. <laughs> um, I'm
1: afraid to, like, tell you any of, like, my speculations because I feel like you're going to try and, like, trick me.
0: No, no, no. I won't <laughs> do that. I won't do that. In fact, okay. I'll, 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 I I'll, try to lead you on. I try to lead my guests on. Okay. Um, like uh, – like, even for the fakes, like for the, for the two real stories, I'm like, maybe this happens, or maybe th- this is the misleading information. And I do, I try to do the same thing with the fake story because if, if, I, okay. I-, if I get defensive, then it'll make the fake story stand out. Wow. Unless I get defensive for all of them, you're right, which is okay. just a bad attitude. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to try to do that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. The first story was posted by Reddit user JJam6854. It's titled, I Made a Slogan. I grew up in Singapore in the 80s and 90s. The markets for a lot of products spiked in the Eastern Hemisphere way later than in the Western Hemisphere. In this case, the chewing gum market is a huge example. The market for fruit gum, mint gum, etc. stagnated in the early to mid 1900s in Southeast Asia, but boomed in the late 80s. It was a huge phenomenon. My dad was an entrepreneur and had a few connections with people interested in taking advantage of the spike. They developed their own business for selling gum in around 1995. At first, it was pretty small and local to where I lived, but eventually became a fairly moderate national chain by 2000. At that time, I was around 13.
1: Oh, this guy's old. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that was mean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The gum brand at that point had a really cool name and logo, but no slogan. I asked my dad if there was ever going to be a cool phrase or jingle for the gum. He said that slogans were for bigger products like clothing or restaurants, not really for something like gum. He did say, however, that it was a good idea and was open to any of the suggestions I had. A couple of days later, I gave him a list of potential slogans I thought were pretty good. I can't remember most of the ones I wrote down, but there was apparently one that really stuck out to my dad. In 2001, on my 14th birthday, my dad surprised me by announcing that he was going to use one of my suggestions as the actual slogan for the brand.
1: Nice dad. Yeah. This is a dad win. That'd be a yeah, good birthday da, present. Da, yeah, dad win. Yeah. But I would want the profits, you know. Yeah, I, like I You I use would, my slogan, I get 50%. Yeah.
0: I was, uh, you know, if, if I was that kid, I'd ask for 10%. Yeah,
1: at least. Yeah.
0: I live in Singapore, so the slogan was in Tamil, but the rough English translation is, Chew great, feel great. So it's kind of like a, like a Frosted Flakes thing. Okay,
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: or like a Nike or whatever. Yeah, something broad, but, but catchy. A few months later, the first packages with the slogan were shipped out. The brand was eventually bought out by Meiji Chewing Gum Company, which is a much bigger brand, similar to Wrigley or Five Gum in America. It's not sold as much as it did in its prime, but every so often when I go down to the market, I see that gum and I see the impact that I've made that is the end of the first story so just tell me what you think about it in general
1: wow okay interesting because mm, we don't really have like we just have like exposition and then a climax like i feel like there's not a lot of girth to this story i don't have a lot to go off of it's very like narrative um but also i don't know enough about gum and so i
0: at the same time it's it's a pretty specific story it you know is, what i mean
1: it is like a specific gum brand to southeast asia in the early 2000s that's like again yeah, i don't know enough about gum i don't know how gums made i'm like i for is, one am a gum, gum man from, is gum from gum trees uh where do gum trees grow
0: uh, <laughs> I think, okay, so I, I read, okay, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a pretty big Good Mythical Morning fan, uh, as yes, as my we friends know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Uh, and I think they said on one episode, if I remember, mm-hmm. that gum is made from like melting down sap from a specific tree.
1: I think it's a gum tree, because that would make sense. It would make
0: sense. That would and, be- and I think it was made in China, like the first gum ever
1: interesting I don't China know China was kind of the first for everything yeah so.
0: also also on good mythical morning <laughs> uh, th- this one I remember <laughs> yes. I remember like vividly um, ice cream was invented in China in like the BCs you know yes, I mean you so think you'd you think that like that ice cream would be invented in like <laughs> Italy or some shit. but no it was invented by uh in fact I remember the Emperor it was Emperor uh no actually I don't remember the Emperor <laughs> But there was a Chinese emperor... Um, he did it. ...who made ice cream from buffalo's milk. Yeah, so it was... It sh- the ice uh, cream's from I'm, China. I, just, yeah. I, would,
1: I don't want it anymore so, when be, you said
0: buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, gum and, like, ice cream. Interesting. So, but w- 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 what do you think overall? Like, do you, you think it's a good story?
1: I think it is a good story. The only thing that I feel like would throw me off was the time period. Like, I feel like... Maybe I'm crazy, but, like... Gum being popular in Asia in the 1980s? Like that's when it boomed. I don't know. Like I feel yeah. like if it's Yeah. I mean cultural differences, along, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't it's know. It's kind of weird.
1: Yeah. Wow. Is is there anything it's that hard. uh
0: Is there anything that like strikes you as misleading information? I mean, I know this is the first story.
1: Yeah. Um
0: So maybe the time period.
1: Time period for me, um I don't know about Mr. Dad. Like they, it's kind of very vague of like he was an entrepreneur with connections and he just took advantage of the spike. I wanted him to have a slogan and so he gave my slogan to like I don't know. Like I feel like I'm not getting enough of like how is the dad connected to I, the yeah. gum world?
0: I think my best guess it this guy, so this is, this, like, this dude's from Singapore. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that English is not his first language because it yes, says that yes. it was in Tamil. So, like, maybe, like, he just doesn't, like, he couldn't elaborate if he wanted to.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: But he, he but got he the just, point across. I think this is a pretty endearing did. story.
1: He did. Yeah. Um, dad win if the dad is real.
0: <laughs> w dad.
1: <laughs> w dad.
0: Okay. All right. That's the first story. Let's move on to the second one. The second story is titled, I Was a Non Thieving Addict. And this was posted by Reddit user Jean Claude Femdom, which was my nickname in high school.
1: No way. (laughs) Yeah. Mine too. They
0: called me Jean Claude Femdom. Wow,
1: that uh, is a name. (laughs)
0: That's
1: a power move. Yeah,
0: it is. I used to be a heroin addict. Okay. The uh, the 63 kilogram pale skin boil having kind. (gasps) One day I awoke from my daily narcotic coma with withdrawals coming on fast. I live in Copenhagen, not the bad part of the city. Although I'm not sure it, such a thing even exists here.
1: I think every city has a bad part. You just have to find it.
0: Yeah, but Copenhagen is the capital Copenhagen. of Denmark.
1: Copenhagen is nice, dude. Yeah, I've been to the airport, yeah. so I don't. I can't really say much, but it was yeah. a nice airport.
0: I mean, Copenhagen uh, is D- Denmark's a part of Scandinavia, right? Yes, it's Nor- Norway, Sweden, and Scandin- Or <laughs> Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. So like Finland too. I don't think actually really? Finland is not part of Scandinavia. No way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm dead ass. It's not. Oh
1: my god, I'm so dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so, so yeah. These, so, these Scandinavian I'm countries. Like,
1: I'm like, I'm too excited. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. these Scandinavian countries are like, you know, relatively speaking, pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very liberal. Uh, yeah. I live in Copenhagen, not the bad part of the city. Although I'm not sure thing uh, such a thing even exists here, but. Not the most scenic part of town either. Anyway, I roll off my couch, grab my card, and head out to SCORE. It's early evening, and the streets are dark and fairly empty, so I stagger towards my bank. My calves are starting to twitch, and a cold sweat is forming on my back. So basically, this dude is fiending. Oh, my God. This dude is fiending.
1: God. Femdom needs, (laughs) needs their fix.
0: I turn a corner, praying for the teller to be free, but it isn't. A tourist is randomly pushing buttons. Obviously clueless of his functions. She mumbles to herself in an American accent, only to repeatedly uh, getting that beep sound you get from tellers and quiz shows when when you've screwed up, gotten something wrong. She glances at me apologetically, and I attempt to muster a disarming take-your-time kind of smile. I imagine it couldn't have been the most (laughs) successful attempt at that, but I try to seem civil. Oh, no. It's dark, deserted, and the lady seems stressed out. She was a lean, healthy-looking American lady with gray hair, so I assume her to be upper-middle class. She decides to abandon her endeavor. She presses a button frantically, and the machine spits her card out. She smiles awkwardly towards me and makes her way down the street. I get my card out and try to make a transaction, when the machine just starts to spill out bills. It does for a while, and these are big bills. I was a junkie, but I wasn't a thief, so I lean against the wall and called the woman. Sorry, but a lot of money just came out was pretty much what I could muster. She half ran back to me in the machine with a very puzzled expression. The teller was still spitting bills out. Oh, you could have been rich, she half stuttered. I shrugged and again tried to muster a smile. She took the considerable wad of money and still half muttering to herself, made her way down the street. I made my business and went downtown to score. (laughs) That experience actually sat with me and it still does. It was the time I kind of made a realization that maybe I deserved better. Maybe I did not have to chase death, True. and and that is the uh, and that is the end of the second story. So, what do you think? Just overall, just like the other ones.
1: Okay, um, maybe I'm a bad person, worse than um, Jean Claude Femdom. I would have taken the money. I I would have taken the bills and
0: dipped. I would have, okay. So if it was a considerable amount of money, like maybe two hundred dollars, I would have. Uh, I would have bought some crack. But, but <laughs> this this exactly. this this guy's making it seem like it was like thousands and like maybe ten thousand dollars. I would have
1: pocketed like half and then called her back.
0: Well, but the thing is, like, if you do that, then she knows that. So you...
1: what, dude? She literally said, oh, well, you could have been rich." Yeah, damn. Well, I'm gonna be rich. I wanna be rich. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So this is a yeah. This dude is a better dude than we both would have been. (laughs) However, (laughs) some dudes fuck tourists. (laughs) Yeah. Some dudes' opinions and moral beliefs are not misleading information. Yeah. So yeah, is this story? uh, Does anything like jump out to you?
1: Um, this tourist seems very stupid on how the ATM works.
0: Well, Um, yeah, it's an American lady in Denmark.
1: But, like, ATMs are pretty simple because you have to make, like, transactions that are between currencies. I've been to Europe. That, that's true. I, I, I haven't. I haven't.
0: I feel like I would be in the same situation as this lady. Like, I feel like. It is
1: nerve-wracking. Yeah. But it's not as impossible as this lady yeah. makes it seem. I feel
0: like a Danish ATM would confuse me just as much as this lady. Yeah. So. That's fair. I don't know. Um, but but nothing screams to you like misleading information, right?
1: Oh my god, I don't know. I I like I, I the, you made this hard. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I don't mean to gaslight you, but that's that's the point.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Being gaslit.
0: It's okay. Um, um, if you don't have anything right now, yeah. we, we, we could we could we could come back to this once we've yeah, read all three. I feel
1: like Miss Lady, uh, is too stupid to work in ATM, and also. I would have taken the
0: cat. <laughs> Maybe like, I don't know. The, the, you know, well, 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 you know what? We'll come back to
1: this. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to we'll it. We'll come back to it.
0: Okay. We'll come back to it. The final story is titled, Owning a Hair Salon and Cannabis Seed Distribution Business at 33. Good business. And this was posted by Reddit user StrawberryFeels3000. Good name. I like that name.
1: That was my nickname in high school.
0: That was your nickname in high school.
1: That's my favorite bit you do. <laughs>
0: The nickname in high school bit. Yes. I, I think I, I think I overdo it if I'm being honest. No,
1: I think it's funny when you do it too much. <laughs> you can't have that many nicknames in high school, but like I, yeah, that was my nickname in high school.
0: <laughs> I'm sticking to Jean Jean Claude. What is it? Femdom. Yeah, Jean Claude <laughs> Femdom. sticking yeah. to that. Yeah. I've owned a hair salon for the past ten years, and pre-pandemic we were killing it. Fully built salon with a plethora of clients. When we were hit with the first shutdown in March 2020, it was intriguing but manageable.
1: Intriguing.
0: Well, intriguing, <laughs> like like okay, maybe we could handle this. And okay. I, they did for the few months. Was like, Th- this it was is intri-
1: this is some like high class writing. Plethora. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I,
0: I, yeah, I used the the source for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the guidelines to reopen in June were released. We adjusted and rebuilt our salon to abide by COVID safety regulations. It was rough with the face masks and not realizing how important the lower half of someone's face is to give a great hair service. Change to appointment only and had to stop taking walk-in appointments. We pushed through but got shut down again six weeks later. Here's where the shift happened. Artists started moving away or changing career paths due to all the uncertainty. Those that stuck with the hair started investing in their own home space businesses to take clientele. All understandable for the sake of survival. By the third shutdown in California, we had one artist left working with us. At this time, my best friend, who's worked in the cannabis industry for over 15 years, approached me with the idea of starting a seed business. All of 2021 consisted of using my business background and her cannabis background to create a legal e-commerce cannabis seed distribution business. She used her experience to handpick genetics, and we were able to launch in October 2021 with two great brands and six more on the way. Wow, okay. I'm still struggling to keep my salon alive and find that new artists want to work, but the pandemic stopped everything that I've been doing for 10 years. This all forced me to start over. So I'm starting over with a wider portfolio and more experience. And that is the end of the final story. So what do you think?
1: Very California.
0: That is very California. Very California. And I feel like this story, more than anything, like, you know, I I know they like to do cannabis in California. Yeah. But maybe there's, like, a loophole. I don't know. Like, I feel like this, this story could have a little misleading information.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like... What do you think? I know it's legal, but, like, joint hair salon, like...
0: It's it's kind of a seed distribution. It's kind of a juxtaposition.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't think those two businesses get the same type of clientele. Which, granted, wider business earning more money. But yeah. like, I I don't know. Like, I weird. Very California. Happy for Miss Strawberry Fields though.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Uh, no, nothing's jumping out to you as. A
1: I don't know. Like, oh, my God. I, I I need to take, like, a reading comprehension class.
0: Reading comprehension. Nah, <laughs> oh you're doing you, – no, it's good, man. I shared it with you. You can you, – you, you it's there, – there's – okay. Yeah. Here, here's how I do things. When you boil it down, when mm-hmm. you get right to it, for every story, I try to include a place and an object of importance. For the first story, it was gum,
1: gum and
0: Singapore. Singapore. The second story was Denmark – And ATM machines. I almost
1: said heroin. Then I realized that that was just (laughs) a throwaway detail. It was about the ATM.
0: Um, And in the final story, it's California. And uh, I guess it could like COVID. No, not. I mean, COVID or like cannabis something, you know. The salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I try to include it.
1: They should rename it to a saloon. Saloon. Like like an old timey, like (laughs) old Western bar where they have shootouts. Because I feel like that, that has a weed vibe to it.
0: That does have a weed. I mean, a Western the hair team saloon? cannabis. Yeah. yeah. The Hair Saloon. That was the name of my band in high school. Oh, <laughs> we, we yeah. Were, yeah. Okay. So, between these three stories, what jumps out to you the most as being
1: Interesting. fake? Um. Wow. I feel like, to me, the third story seems the most plausible.
0: Yeah, because it's Currently, California. It's like
1: California. If this was in
0: Alabama, no fucking way, right? Yeah,
1: it, it's like I, I'm an American. <laughs> it's of the times for me. It's my country. Yeah. I like. I know the landscape. Um, it's our land. <laughs> yeah. Feeling very patriotic. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I.
0: Uh, so it's be, it's between the first two.
1: It's between the first two, but yeah. from my experience as a tourist. I think that ATMs are not that hard.
0: Mm. Have you ever used an, a European ATM?
1: Well, I've been with my parents when they use it, but it's just a normal <laughs> ATM.
0: Okay. Have you ever used a uh, Denmark ATM, at like Copenhagen? Ne-
1: uh, no, because I was only in the airport. You, know,
0: yeah. <laughs> you were only in the airport. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe you know.
1: Are you saying I don't have enough experience? I'm a uh, world traveler now. Listen, I've never,
0: I've never left the country. <laughs> I, I oh, don't have okay. experience. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know, the gum one. The gum one. I'm just really not sure. I don't know like the, the timeline. I'm not sure. This is this is hard because I feel like they're all very plausible.
0: That, thank you. That's you know, that's like that's when you know it's like a good one. Yes. When they when they all seem believable.
1: Like, I feel like you could say any one of them was the one you wrote, and I'd be like, fuck, that was good. I never would have been able to tell. Like, I would not be surprised if it was any of them. But if I had to guess, I feel like I would say the gum one. The
0: gum one. So, your final locked-in answer is the gum story.
1: Oh, my God, I guess. (laughs) I'm so nervous. Okay,
0: so his answer is the gum story, that is correct. Oh! You got it. You got it.
1: Oh my god!
0: That's the fake story. Damn! Ah, oh, I thought it was gonna get you with that. I was like, I was like, no he, there was one hundred percent that he was gonna go for the the because like I mean you know the second story could be like there, there's no ATMs in Denmark. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope
1: there's ATMs in
0: Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
1: there might not be ATMs yeah, good in job. Finland because I don't know about Finland apparently.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh okay we so the, the the fake story I'm a big winner. Yeah you are yeah two in a row
1: Woo uh
0: can you guess the misleading information you said earlier that it had something to do with the timeline um would you like some time to read that over just just to like yeah. just formulate a guess or are you going to stick with the timeline thing
1: Um
0: if if you know i can i can give you some time i'll just cut the silence out it's okay
1: Hmm <laughs> what do they speak in Singapore so, oh, what if your language is fake? Oh my god. When researching this, it, so dude.
0: Uh, in Singapore, they speak English, they speak Malaysian,
1: okay. and they
0: speak Tamil. Okay. And there's a certain dialect of Chinese. It's like Singaporean Chinese. Okay, so I don't know. I, I'm the most American wow. person in the world.
1: I feel like now that I've gotten it right, so I, I don't know for sure. To perform.
0: Okay, so really, I know that this is kind of an unwritten rule, but yeah. really it's your job to find the fake story. Yeah. Like, the misleading information. I know that's kind of the premise of what I'm doing. That's kind of just like an extra point. Mm-hmm. So it's really okay. not not as much pressure as guessing I want the, the story.
1: extra points, though. Okay. Um, okay. Hmm. I I'm gonna go with timeline. I don't think I think gum was popular before this.
0: I actually. Don't know anything about the timeline of gum markets <laughs> in Southeast Asia. That was just something I put of a in. Niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- that's just something that I put in like as a setup. So that is not the misleading okay. information. The okay. misleading information is on January third, nineteen ninety two, gum was banned in Singapore.
1: <gasps> Whoa. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah. Yes! Oh my God! You, 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 I did I, did. I like. I, I, oh, I wow. logged something. That was. They. They are. They have like super strict drug policy, right? So like, they have like death penalty for drugs. So if you get caught with weed in Singapore, <laughs> they just kill you.
0: But but gum?
1: Yes! Oh my God! Wow!
0: So yeah, the reason wow. is because – I'm a
1: history major. This is embarrassing. Oh yeah,
0: the the reason is because like. Gum did boom yeah. in, in Singapore and in like, not just Singapore and like Southeast Asia. D- don't know the timeline, but it got to the point in the early 90s where, it, you know, it's just like in America, but to like a more concentrated extent because uh, Singapore is a city state. It just Ar- ends up everywhere. Yeah. It ends up under tables, on stairs, sidewalks. it ends up sidewalks, like, like on people's cars and shit. Yeah. People were just being very disrespectful with gum in Singapore. Yeah. And as a city state, you're so concentrated, like into one area, yeah. that like if if there's a problem in one part of your country, there's a problem in like all of your country. Yep. So yeah, in 1992 wow. they banned gum sales. So wow. this dude's dad could not have started a no gum way. business. No way.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: Would you have been able to get that if like I think, it, it, I, think it, I mean oh so so I I, un- I unlock some information. Like with a hint, yeah. like do you think you would be able to get if
1: it? I, if if you like, just think about Singapore. I feel like I might have been able to get it.
0: Yeah, Singapore, you know, wow. yeah, because they are kind of strict. So I, I feel strict. I feel like you would have gotten it.
1: Yeah, wow, but you did so get the fake good. story.
0: Yeah, I God. thought this episode was a lot better <laughs> than my last one
1: Yeah, but there's like a couple things in every store I would have been like, mm, I don't know mm, I don't know
0: Yeah, um, the last one was kind of so obvious that it So obviously plausible that it might be implausible Because like, it's, cali- yeah. it's California it's could like.
1: easily made that one up Because it's just yeah. very simple and like yeah. believable And
0: like, you'd think there'd be some loophole Where like, you know, you can't start a cannabis distribution in It's cali- California Yeah, it's like, of course you can't It's fucking California, bro <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, oh. Yeah. I'm Fun. glad you got it. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thank you. So two in a row so far where my guests have gotten it. Emmy and Mars, they were not so lucky. <laughs> I, I kind of manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of manipulated both of them because. Yeah. I, yeah. But it's okay. you're a gaslighter. But, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a gaslighter, but it's okay because I'm, I'm, I'm t- taking a step back. <laughs> so I think the next episode And I think I'm going to do like a few more. They're They're just going to be the best episodes known to man. It's going to be so awesome. You're
1: not going to be sick anymore. It's going to be great.
0: It's going to be awesome. Okay. So thank you so much for my friend Lewis for being today's guest in this episode of the Misleading Podcast. And thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to give your bus seat up to a pregnant lady and have a great day.